Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 5, Episode 9, Namaste. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, my co host, the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series, Mr. Sap. Hello there. Oh, what? What a fitting introduction there. I think you missed one. Uh, I think you missed good morning. I did, but I had to skip mm. good morning because Ethan is in this episode. Oh, did you, did you suspect such a thing that you feed the baby? Uh, no, actually. Yeah, out <laughs> of nowhere for me. <laughs> yeah, that had to get you a little excited. But before I try to guess how excited he got from the Ethan scene, I have to guess Mr. Sal's rating as per tradition. Uh, Mr. Sal, the last few episodes of Lost have been pretty good episodes of Lost, I think. I mean, well, I don't have to say I think. You gave them tens. So yeah, you, you you agree with that notion. The The question is, what did you rate this episode? The one at hand. Um, Honestly, I, I don't think you disliked any portion of the episodes. I, I just think uh, maybe it wasn't as alluring to you. Maybe the Kate and Sawyer angle stuff. That they didn't really lean into too much, but they kind of lead uh, the groundwork for. I gave it a nine. All time. right. I think, I think, and I, I think you like the past more than you like the uh, present. All right. I think that you definitely like this episode. I think that you were very much into the um, the timey wiminess of it. <laughs> uh, I think you're very much into uh, the. I think you actually like the present maybe as much or if not more than the past. Uh, I think you, Sawyer was again heavily featured. So I think you like that. You tend to really like Jin and Sun episodes. And this was, I guess, if you're going to label it anything, you're going to label it a Jin and Sun episode, right? Could, uh, yeah, you could. I think, I, I think, yeah. So uh, very plot driven episode. I think you gave it a nine. You're right. I gave it a nine. Okay. And you're wrong. I gave it an eight. Oh, a fall yeah, from grace, Mr. Sal. A fall Sal. from grace, yeah. Not not too high on this episode. Why is that? So so is the weaker element for you the, the present? Well or is it more No, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with most of the present, but so th- there are just certain times in the sequence of Lost where the timey-wimeyness gets to me and melts my brain and really upsets me. And this was one of those times. Okay, go on. So, so I, have, I have so many questions about this episode. Like, so many questions. I, like, almost a full page full of questions. Uh, but but, to, but to forgetting about the questions that I have and the confusion I have and the brain melt that I have, this was a lot of frantic plot and, like, almost no real character development so uh, what character development did happen was about the love square which i just don't care about so, <laughs> right i it's it's no, so, no 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 that's widely accurate yeah yeah so, so sawyer kate jack and uh juliet that love square thing i don't care i i don't, I, I don't it it shifts the focus of way for, from where I want the focus to be from the stuff that really does interest me. And like, nah, no. So anyway, so, so that stuff, the, the focus on that and so much plot as a general statement is why I give this an eight, but 
then on top of that, I have so much confusion and so many questions, and I'll be happy to ask them to you whenever you explain your nine to me. Uh, gave it a nine. I don't like the love square either. I do like Julia and Sawyer together, but yeah, not Kate with whoever at this point. I'm just kind of indifferent. <laughs> I'm just, I just don't care that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, person stuff, that's all right. Uh, past stuff, it's all right. Like, I don't have any major complaints besides the love uh, square. So, I, I wouldn't say I love it a ton. I, I, I do enjoy it. I mean, I gave it a, that's why I give it a nine. So, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. So, anyway, um, all right. Do you want to hear my questions? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess I'll, I'll, let's see. So, my, uh, my first question is uh, if, and I, and I think that based on what Daniel Faraday has said, whatever ha- you, Whatever happens, whatever you do here is just going to inevitably make what always happened happen, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I mean, that which is that's good time travel logic. That's good. Those are the good rules. So, why don't any of them remember any of this? Well, because no, that makes sense. Because why? well, be, because they weren't around. It's like okay, spoiler alerts for Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> because. Think about Prisoner of Azkaban, right? Because I know we both agree that that's good time travel logic. Yeah. Like when they don't, Harry doesn't remember saving himself because he didn't save himself yet. Like they don't remember being in the Dharma Initiative oh. because they weren't there yet. Okay. So Harry doesn't remember saving himself because he hadn't saved himself yet, but that's because it was happening. They were both happening at the same time. He was I get saved that. I get and that. Doing the saving. I, I get that. But he, even if he was saving someone else, right? He doesn't know that because. The person that he is isn't there yet, even though he travels back in time to do that saving. Even if he didn't save himself, he wouldn't know it because he's not there yet. So, for example, Hurley doesn't remember being here because he wasn't here yet. But the person that is Hurley is now here. Does that make sense? Like Hurley, the entity that is Hurley is now back in time, like still experiencing age and going through it. He just is now back in time. Like he is not like a young Hurley's back in time here and then popped forward and then remembers that stuff. In fact, they do keep that continuity. If you think of Charlotte, Charlotte does remember Daniel Faraday because she was younger back then. But that, but that's linear. That, that's linear, though. So I, I don't understand how they're supposed to remember being in the Dharma Initiative because that's when they. So, how they so the, actually, the Charlotte example is a really good example. So Charlotte remembers Daniel, mm-hmm. but Daniel doesn't remember seeing Charlotte. Now, why yes, is be- that? Because they, that's when he's older. He sees Charlotte, not when he's younger. He has to live to that point. But 1977 already happened. Yeah, but he hasn't lived in 1977 yet. So let's say this. Let's, I, I know this isn't how it actually is. Let's well, say he's 30 mm-hmm. in the year 2007. Let's say when he's 40, he's in 1977. And then when he's back in his 50s, he's wherever he is, right? He's mm-hmm. yet to hit his 40s. He's yet to live in 1977 yet. Even though that time already happened for everyone else, he's yet to live in it. He's mm-hmm. yet to go back and live in it. Okay. So here, th- that kind of leads me into my next question. You said he, he hasn't lived in 1977 yet, but actually he has. Just not as a thirty-year-old or whatever he is. So well, yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. So are there two of all of them now yeah, in nineteen seventy-seven? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if they were alive at that point, yeah, presumably. Yeah. Oh my god! Why can't there oh be two god. of them? I don't know. I don't. I think this is flaw. I so far I think the time travel is flawless in terms of this because it is just their persons going back in that time. It's not like they would suddenly remember it because they're their older versions of themselves. Right? The younger version. Like if they found their younger versions, and showed them something, then they could remember it. But they're the most present self they know, right? Like, 
Yeah. Ah, so this is why I hate time travel. Oh my god. So ugh. no, I see. I think you've got it wrong here. This is so far. This is okay. Time travel though. They're not. They they haven't like junked up the the timeline. All right. Well, what about this? Does this mean that Ben and Saeed always knew each other? Well, and no, if so, was, did oh. Ben recognize Saeed when he was beating the crap out of him in season two? So, Saeed definitely does not know Ben prior to this, right? Because of the affirmation stuff I said. But right. possibly Ben <laughs> didn't know Saeed. Uh, right. So that, that, that could be the case, yes. Hmm. Okay. I would like to know why Ben's son and Frank did not go to 1977 with everybody else. Keeps on the back burner. <laughs> okay. Is this is this ever going to be explained or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Really? There's an explanation <laughs> for that. <laughs> you seem angry that there's an explanation for. It. How, I mean, how could there be? Like, what's I, I? I'm I'm trying. I'm racking my brain trying to think <laughs> what is possibly different about Frank's son and Ben from the others, because it's not a proximity thing. Yeah, Frank's Frank's son and like son was much closer to the rest of them than Frank or Ben. Actually, Ben and Jack were right next to each other, so it's not a proximity thing. So what do Son, Frank, and Ben have in common? Uh, well, other people didn't get flashed either. Like the, the other people. That's, like uh, so, so, and, all right, uh, fine. Yeah. All right, so then what do Jack, Hurley, Saeed, Kate, what do they have in common? Mm-hmm. That Son, Frank, and I'm, I'm talking ben about... are missing I'm out ta- on. I'm yeah. talking about Son, Frank, and Ben. I'm not talking about the rest of them because as far as they we know, the they've never before. been to the island. Right, so... Yeah. So what do uh, Jack, Kate, Hurley, Saeed have in common that Son, Ben, and Frank do not? Mm, time will have to tell. <sighs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. Another question. Yeah. This photo that Christian shows. Actually, back this up. How come Christian is here in the barracks and not in the cabin? <laughs> That one I don't know. Although I, I should, I, maybe I shouldn't be too critical of this because he's been in on the the freighter and he's been in the orchid, so maybe yeah, I shouldn't be too critical of that. So he just goes where he wants to go. Um, all right, fine. I guess maybe I shouldn't be too critical of this. I, I, I guess based on what we've seen about of uh, John Locke here, Christian is just actually alive again. It is not like some. Is that, is that what you're going with? I, I guess, right? That's no, what I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That's, I'm not that's what I'm going with. I'm, I'm going with that Christian's actually alive again, and just like the the heart of that. By the way, yeah. what like whatever happened to Jacob? If there was a Jacob, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And whatever happened to Claire? Where the hell is she? Who? Yeah. Exactly. Oh my god. Um. I don't know. Every once in a while. I get frustrated by the by the lack of answers when they're introducing a whole pile of new questions. Uh, this picture that Christian shows them was it always up in the pool room? Like, shouldn't Saeed or Locke have seen it when they were in there, when they were trapped in there in two thousand four or whatever it was? Presu- presumably, it has always been up there. Yeah. Yeah. So, didn't they have recognized? I mean, I, I guess the question is: Were they looking through all the photos? 
What else were they doing in there? Did the hands tied up? They were tied up in the pool room, taking a page from Sawyer's handbook, thinking. Or was this a different room? I thought this was the the room that they Uh, were all. Kate was in there too at one point. Yeah, I don't. uh, I don't actually remember what room Christian grabbed the. I know he he went inside like a place and grabbed the the photo, but I didn't pay too much attention to like the background of the room. It is in the barracks somewhere. But. Yeah, I thought it was in that like recreation room that they Yeah, used. the one they always store in people in. Well then yeah. yeah. We've had yeah, we've had a, a revolving cast through there. Yeah, I mean maybe it wasn't, maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like that was the room. But anyway, all right. So maybe they changed up the decor as well over time. Mm, maybe. Maybe. <sighs> Okay. Well, anyway, I, like it's not a completely dissatisfying episode. I think that it's entertaining enough, and I'm interested. It certainly has piqued my interest. Like, do, do you actually have a problem with this form of triumph travel? Because I feel like it is flawless—not flawless, but like it just still works. Like it's you know they're they're living linearly through time, just where they are in time is different from each other. If that makes sense. Yeah, I need to think a little bit more about that because. I don't know. I feel like you, you, like they should always there should always be some sort of memory of these events. Well, why though? Because Saeed hasn't lived those events yet. I know it's in the past. The events happened in the past, but Saeed hasn't lived them until he's whatever age he is now, or who, whomever you're referring to, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I think so, but like Sawyer doesn't remember being Lafour because. He hasn't been Lafour before. I don't even know how to say that until now. And now moving forward, he will remember it. Maybe he'll go even further in the past, but he'll remember that because he lived that, right? He went through that time, you know, he went through that time period. Yeah, I I guess. I I I don't know. I, I suppose you're probably right. I don't know. I'm 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 a little hung up on this. Prisoner of Azkaban thing because this that when that happened the you know the two Harrys and the two Hermiones were happening at the same time. It's not like they went thirty years prior or even yeah, but the the but the concept's still the same though. Like it's, I think it's still the same form. Like it's still the same logic of time travel. Like it's it's all a linear line, which so far it is. So far they haven't like changed anything that changes the future in any way, right? It's. Mm-hmm. It's all like linear time, in that you were just your person, in that you learn your experiences regardless of where you are in time. So when Harry goes back and saves himself, he doesn't know doing that because he hasn't done that yet. He hasn't saved. Himself. He hasn't realized he's the one that saved himself. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even matter that there's two of you at the same time. Like there isn't lost. There is probably multiple of them. Multiple well, of them. I mean, alive. There, there, there would definitely be. They're, yeah, they're all... like we were talking about Locke. Yeah, Locke's probably alive out there, and other well, of them. Yeah, they, they all, they all are. Because if it, if this is two thousand, if they're on the plane in two thousand four, and even if they were thirty, then that's what nineteen seventy four. Yeah. No. So they'd be alive. So yeah. So yeah. <sighs> all right. All right. Let's talk about our favorite scenes. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. A general question. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I need my brain to recrystallize. We'll see what happens. Okay. Oh, right. uh, your favorite scene. Oh man, I don't really know what your favorite. Scene. I think yours is. <laughs> I think it's the now. I, I don't know because of your um. You just like for the episode. 
Jeez. Uh, you liked Jin meeting Saeed. That, that's what you liked a lot. Okay. And I think that your favorite scene was when Sawyer and Juliet mess with Jack and Kate on the intake. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, well, if you don't know what I'm talking yeah, about, no, then that's I, not your favorite scene. I know, I, know what talk, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, I love so, you. Just yeah, tell you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I damn it. Uh, son of a gun. <laughs> I'm uh, curious, though. Uh, I'm guessing I was wrong because I just threw something in the dark. Yeah, you were wrong, too. Yeah. yeah. So. My, my right, you were wrong as well. My right answer was Sawyer and Jack at night, like the near final scene. Oh, that's absolutely my favorite scene. Oh, as well. I knew it. I was scared of guessing it because I didn't want to give myself away. I didn't know. Yeah. About... I mean, uh, it's it's honestly not even close. That that is such a good. Oh yeah. Oh no, definitely. I I yeah. saw that scene. I was like, oh, easily my favorite scene. This is this is such a good scene. And it's, I mean, it could come off as a jokey scene, but when you think about it, like, oh yeah. I mean, in the totality of Lost, like, yeah, Jack normally calls the shots. Seldomly has Sawyer been the lawyer. I think there was a small period of time when he was the lawyer when Jack and lock or gone and whatever so on and so forth but do you mean the leader yeah the leader sorry what did okay. i say the lawyer lawyer, lawyer. <laughs> he was sawyer, lawyer sawyer one time <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i forgot about that yeah lawyer sawyer but yeah when he was the leader i used that for like a little bit and i remember hurley trying to help him out mm-hmm. so on and so forth but yeah, no he's really calling the shots here and he kind of digs into jack rightly so jack reacted a lot that's mm-hmm. true jack kind of played it safe and Sawyer argues hey, he will take his time and he'll think, much like mm-hmm. Churchill did. So <laughs> that's right, wrote a book a day. Yeah, I, I I love that I that concept. I love the the line that he kind of twists the knife on Jack and says, you know, so I'm going to sit here and I'm going to think. That's how I saved you today, and that's how I'm going to save Saeed tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, oh yeah, Sawyer, <laughs> Sawyer uh, so great. Yeah, yeah was well, good. Um, so what was the scene you were referring to? So, uh, so on the intake, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack is interviewing with what's his name, the guy who does the, the instructional videos. Phil. That's oh no, Pierre, uh, Pierre Chang. Um, Pierre Chang, Pierre Chang. Yes. Okay, yeah, he's interviewing with him. And remember, Sawyer had, uh, Sawyer had said, You'll get yeah. your, your assignments. And Jack's like, Wait, assignments? He's like, Yeah, don't worry, I'll take care of it. So Sawyer took care of it and gave Jack the workman assignment. He's basically, based on his skills that he has, he's really only going to be good for, you know, cleaning stuff. Right? Yeah. So, so I mean, uh, Sawyer obviously knows that Jack's doctor. <laughs> so, so, and Sawyer took care of the work assignments and got Jack uh, the assignment that he felt Jack would like the least. Yeah. Right? Okay, so Sawyer's messing with Jack. Meanwhile, Kate's not even on the manifest. Now all the others are on there, and they wouldn't Julia, see Hurley. It, well, well, Jack's on there at least. Yeah, and they didn't show us anybody giving Hurley a hard time. But Juliet was in charge of doctoring up the manifest and left Kate off. <laughs> so, so you got Sawyer messing with Jack and Juliet messing with Kate. I. I I thought that would be your favorite scene, but maybe maybe you didn't get it, Kurt. I, I actually didn't get it. Well, I think <laughs> I got the Sawyer and Jack one, but not, okay. the, not the Kate and Juliet part. Yeah. So that's, that's that's that was my take on it anyway. I did enjoy that scene, not as much, not nearly as much as 
Sawyer and Jack at the end. Oh, but. no, that's, 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 that, that, that's high class. That's high class. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad you like that. Um, I'm sad to see that you gave this episode an eight. Yeah. So I hope I hope you find in your hearts how this episode is not timey wimey. Oh, it's definitely timey wimey, regardless of whether well, see, they do it correctly timey, or not. Well, I use timey wimey for when it's incorrect time travel. Nah, it's it's Probably it's time. any any kind of time travel. Okay, well then it is timey wimey, but it's a good it's 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 the fine form of timey wimey. Okay, I'm 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 willing to go along with it for now. I you know I'm, I'm not like I'm not jumping off the ship here. This is. This is, I, it was an eight. It wasn't a four. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, no, okay. so I mean, if you look at season one, most of my episodes were eights. So, no, that's fine. Yeah. So, well, fair enough then. Uh, anything else you want to know about the episode before we get into it? I just, I just want Claire back. That's all. Who? Yep. <laughs> do you want me to cover the present first or 1977? I'll uh, do the present first. The present's shorter. Shorter, okay. Yeah, we start off the present seeing the plane crash again. This time, a bit more from Frank's point of view, the pilot. Uh, it's pretty brooding for a <laughs> with his co pilot. <laughs> I don't I remember exactly what he said, but it's, it's just it's just so brooding. <laughs> well, he's got he's got the information. I know, he knows, <laughs> he's seen them, he knows, he knows the same thing, ain't gonna make it, <laughs> and um. It's unshockingly though the flash occurs. They're having difficulty. Uh he manages to kind of land it on a runway esque type of thing. Esque being he doesn't, <laughs> you know, still crash landing. Co pilot doesn't make it. And we see, you know, the, the close up seating. Caesar, who we met before now, don't really know him, but Caesar awakes Ilana. We met her, don't really know her, but she's shocked mm. that Saeed's gone. So calls him by his last name, I believe. Uh, maybe his first name, I forget. But anyway, shocked that he's gone. So whatever. We we, we were kind of knowing these characters. We saw them a bit last episode. Caesar mm-hmm. appears to kind of become a leader figure here. This is, his, I guess, the comeuppance here. The, we have we have the second tier of survivors here, Mister Sell. We have a second band of survivors. And I think this uh, might be why I preferred the present to the past in this episode because this felt almost nostalgic. This, yeah, this, that... <laughs> this felt like the original. You know, survivors of Flight 815. Yeah, but, but they have a bit of a handicap. They find buildings immediately. That they I know. <laughs> well, they made it to Hydra Island. That's a little different. I guess. But... Se- se- seemingly, it seems like that's smaller uh, than the main island. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but. Fair enough. So, Frank, you know, finds Sun and eventually Ben, and no clue where the rest of them went. No idea. No, no, no clue even how they went, including Mr. Mm-hmm. Sal. No, 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 clue. Yeah, no clue. So whatever, they exit the plane. If Frank tries to rally the passengers all together as the pilot, you know, hey, let's stay here. Let's get ready for rescue. Caesar, on the other hand, sees those buildings in the distance. And hey, there could be stuff in there. Why not we explore in there? So during this commotion and lively he, Roman debate. I don't yeah, know I mean, he's, he's like... He goes from like zero to sixty very fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, this he takes off. Caesar does. It's, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. No, I say this. Like, I, 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 it's very bizarre how quickly he just like dismissed the other plan and how not only how quickly but how forcefully he asserted his own 
opinion here. Well, we'll see how Caesar does then. If he's going to try to lead these survivors, Ben tries to sneak off, walk off during all this. Sun follows him, and Frank follows Sun. <laughs> <laughs> they, have little, they have a little thing going on here, a little conga line. Mm. Uh, Sun chats with Ben and agrees to go with him to the barracks uh, since he knows where these boats are and, you know, perhaps he might know more information. Despite Frank's warnings, right? And Frank tries mm-hmm. to warn Sun the best he can. It doesn't seem like it's working, but Sun gives him the good old-fashioned whack attack. And <laughs> there you go. It was good. Turned out Sun was lying. Who, who would guess? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Ben, for as insightful as he is and how much he knows about all these people, really doesn't <laughs> doesn't get Sun at all because I mean it's it's been there the whole time. Sun lies. There's a whole episode about it called Glass by Arena. The, the flashback was of her lying. <laughs> Just not not a good episode. But anyway, anyway uh, the she I mean she lies. She killed one of theirs. Like she's she's capable of a lot more than. Ben is giving her credit for here, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, no, definitely. So they uh, they take one of the boats off, and we heard about this before last episode from Caesar and Alana to Ben that the pilot and the girl went off to, to lock. Know, you mean that to lock? Sorry, no, you're right. To lock, yeah. and they went off somewhere. Here they are. They're off to the barracks. There's little rustling in the bushes, and they meet Christian who kind of shows them around a bit and shows them the recruitment photo of 1977. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the present day. So they have, so. A, they have a, bit of, a bit of a journey ahead of them. Bit of a journey. Bit of a, bit, bit, bit of a long way. Well, actually, <laughs> they'll never see. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, actually, presumably, if 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 it's not a long way for them, because if, if the survivors decided to wait the full 30 years back then they'd be just 30 years older meeting them at, like walking around the corner like hey son like <laughs> old wrinkly jack and <laughs> they wouldn't be that old they'd be like 60 not that old yeah not that old <laughs> <laughs> you'll see you'll get there someday and you'll be like yeah he was right it's not that old nah, not that old yeah <laughs> whatever you say mr sam <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's the end of the present line um I thought it was all right, especially for the time it took up. I, I have no big complaints with that. I mean, we kind of already know not what happened, so we didn't know the Christian stuff last episode, but we, we I mean, you did surmise that Frank and Sun were the ones that went off on the boat. They are the ones yeah. that went off on the boat. I guess we yeah. see how Ben got knocked out so that yeah. Locke could say, oh, that's the man who killed me. How, how, did, how did Caesar know that Frank and Sun went out on a boat? Probably Ben told them. Maybe not. Maybe Ben was knocked out the whole... He's probably knocked out the whole time. Oh, I mean, no. you can probably tell the indent in the sand that there was a boat missing, and then the whole drag lines of the boat. Like, if you found Ben on the ground by the boats... Oh, I guess they do have... They have, have a me- they have a manifesto, don't they? They do, yeah. They know They know Frank and Son's name. Okay. And Ben's name. The only person now, on the manifesto block. was Locke. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. why they were questioning him. Yep, so. Alright. Fair enough. Yeah. So, I guess let's go back 30 years ago, Mr. Sal. Okay. We get back to where we left off last episode. Sawyer reuniting with Hurley, Jack, Kate. Jen's there, too. He learns that Locke is dead. The trio, in turn, learns that they're back in time 30 years later. That 
you know, their old squads working for the Dharma Initiative. Mm-hmm. There you go. Jack kind of brings up a plane. You know, they crash landed on a plane, and that sun was on that plane. They have no idea where it is or what happened, but she was on a plane. So Jen hears the mention of sun and immediately rushes to find uh, Radinsky. Radinsky? I was going to say. Yeah. Have we heard that name before? We have, Mr. All right. Do you okay. remember the name? I, I, I was racking my brain, trying like crazy to remember. I will tell you what we remember. Thank you. Please. Okay. I will tell you. Rosinski, do you remember uh, the map on the um, the blast door in lockdown? Oh my Rizinski god! Yes, Rosinski made that. He's also the person, according to Kelvin, who's whose um, brains were all over the floor. Yes, he's the one that killed himself. He also is the one that made the map. He's also the one that figured out how to initiate a lockdown inside the swan. Oh my gosh! Yeah, okay. so that's his blood. Yeah, that's his blood. So, so now that would have been what 2001 when Desmond showed up. Yeah, we, I guess early, we don't before. De- yeah, before Desmond showed up because Desmond never. Yeah, met him. so we don't know how long. Do we know how long Calvin was there? Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, but okay, all right, but he would have been, you know, probably around. 50 or 60 when that happened. Could have been older. Yeah, that's what she's looking at. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is in skiing. So he, yeah. Oh, he also, oh, this is another thing to remember. Um, Calvin, or maybe it was Desmond, noted that Rosinski had edited some of those swan orientation clips. And oh, it was, that was Rosinski too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For, they don't know why he did it, but he was editing them. Mm. So, and even like, he puts, I remember like some of the portions of one inside the, was it the Bible? I don't know. Yeah, the Bible yeah. and the arrow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the arrow. Yep. Yep. That's where it was. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the arrow that's, that's... was mentioned in this episode too, wasn't it? It might have been. Oh, it might... was it one of the places Rosinski called? I know he also talked about the Looking Glass too. Um... Yes, he did talk about the Looking Glass. I don't know if it was one of the places that Rosinski called, or somebody said, you know, let the arrow know. I don't know. They, they don't might know. have. Yeah, whatever. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, we're seeing all sorts of these these things. We also they also yeah. brought the swan, didn't they? Uh, it the was swan, the, the swan. Well, the swan had not been finished yet, right? Yes, yes. They're really okay. showing the the building plans for it. So it looks like Rosinski's the one that designed the swan. That's why I knew, knew all this stuff. That's right. Like, he, he had the the model going. That's what. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's where you you'd probably know Rosinski from. Yeah. So Rosinski, it seems like it was a lot more important than maybe we thought because. He also is is telling Jin like nobody touches these controls except for me. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he's the one that's controlling the flame, which controls the communications with the outside world. Yeah, we know Mikhail does that for the others mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, obviously the others don't have control of this yet, so Dharma Initiative. So, right, Vizinski's their guy for it. So. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, he's, he's the guy for this. He's the guy for this. So Jen goes for the guy for this, a.k.a. Rosinski, after learning <laughs> that Sun might be on a plane that's somewhere on the island. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Sawyer tells the rest of them to stay put right here while he goes back and tries to figure out what to do next. So off he goes. Meanwhile, Juliet goes to see Miles if he can locate where Sawyer is. He can't, doesn't really know. But I guess I see on uh, the video, on the cameras, that Sawyer has returned home. So Juliet goes back home to find Sawyer grabbing tons of clothes where he tells her that they're back. 
because I don't really quite know how they're back, but they're back. So mm-hmm. that's that, uh, anything. Anything noteworthy there for you? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. wait, doesn't uh, isn't this where somebody says there's a sub coming this afternoon? I can't remember if it was Juliet or Sawyer. I don't remember. They might have because I do know later that's how they get the. Uh, they must have here. If they, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure because that because because she, she gets the uh, manifesto from the next scene. She's back. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Juliet tells Sawyer. By the way, there's a sub coming in this afternoon. Also, when Sawyer, uh, who's like full of energy at this point, when he tells Juliet that they're back, Juliet's reaction is not energetic. It looks almost melancholic. So, uh, I mean, I I can only assume that's because she knows that if Kate's with them, that might be a problem for her. Ooh. The love square continues uh, on. Uh, the square is the strongest. No, actually, it's the triangle. Darn. Anyway, I think it's a love s- square. Sphere, isn't it? Sphere is the strongest shape? No, no one ever says sphere is the strongest shape. Triangle, Mr. Sal. Triangle. Like trusses. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jim comes to Zinsky's, you know, the flame. And kind of makes some demands. Ah, oh, there's some any planes nearby, Rosinski? Check, check every station. Yeah, check. Uh, meanwhile, Juliet's snagging the sub manifesto from Amy, who just gave birth to a young boy. Uh, who knows the name? Anyway, moving dun, on. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, Ethan. <laughs> uh, oh uh, man, a lot of young Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> have you <laughs> have you ever seen i'm sure it's not just this anymore but i mean a long time ago uh there was this the the evil hamster yeah yes, yeah okay yes, you've yeah, seen the yes, evil yes, hamster yeah we're lucky is it a hamster or a squirrel or what is it but whatever yeah, like it the, is. Look, the look the guinea yeah. pig maybe whatever yeah, yeah so uh that's all i could think of when she said that we're gonna we named him ethan i could mm-hmm. see like the baby like turning its head around and like staring at the camera is that there yeah. is that as that music played like I, I don't actually know how that i don't know the music i just don't yeah. look yeah 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 well <laughs> see the return of ethan mm. like i said he's been back more since his death in like oh yeah you know different flashback ways so good 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 for you more ethan. more than when he was just you know alive in real time yeah no definitely so Anyway, uh, she grabs manifesto. Uh, trio still waiting. Uh, the trio being Kate, Jack, Hurley sat there waiting. What are they going to do next? Who knows? Jack doesn't know. But Sawyer returns with some clothes and tells them that they're going to have to pretend to be new recruits as per the sub intake. So he'll fake all the paperwork. He'll do everything. Trust Sawyer. Meanwhile, Arizinski's at the flame. No good news for Jin. No plane. But they found a breach in their area. There's a hostile in the perimeter. So they both run. Jin finds the hostile first, a.k.a. Saeed. Um, who, and he talks very plainly with him. He's shocked. But when Rosinski comes, he kind of has to fake his role and take Saeed in. So. Mm-hmm. Did this confuse you at all, Mr. Sal? Uh, when they said there was a hostile in the perimeter, I was like, oh, that's Saeed. Okay. And I was right. Uh, I'm not sure why this would have confused me any more than. Well, I mean, at first Jin's friends with him, but then Jin tells him he'll die if he says oh, anything. No, I he's got to well, keep Michelle, up appearances. 
What, what kind of friend is that, though? That's such a fake friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. Imagine being someone's friend, but when someone else comes by, you pretend not to be their friend. In fact, you pretend to hate them. That's not a very good friend if you don't. She asked me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Anyway. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> anyway, Sawyer, uh, he's driving the uh, Oceanic 3, I guess, now <laughs> back <laughs> to, um, you know, the, their orientation place. Hurley's trying to wrap his head around this. In fact, who's the president in 1977? Mr. Sal. Quick trivia question. Who's the president in 1977? Jimmy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it yeah. up. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you knew, but you, no. you had to look it up. Well, I looked it up because that, cause 76 would have been... His, that was his election. That was his, first, election his year. first year. So, so that well, means like it technically swaps over in 77. Right. So And there's Ford into Carter, but technically mostly Carter. Because you yes. swap over in like January 20th. So. Yeah. Very early, but maybe it was Ford. Who knows? I actually probably have the dates and time somewhere, so probably, <laughs> it probably it probably is Carter. Anyway, I mean, you got a uh, better than eleven and twelve chance of it being Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, Hurley's trying to wrap his head around all this. He even talks about how the purge happens. All these people are going to be dead. Maybe we should worry yeah. about it. Yeah, well, wouldn't yeah. that be a good idea, Sawyer? But Sawyer <laughs> hasn't. It's not their time. It's not their place. Faraday has some theories on this stuff of what you can and can't do, but he's not here anymore. So let's not even worry about that, Mr. Sal, because Faraday, he didn't even like that actor. Uh, well, anymore. I mean, I'm not heartbroken about this, but I would like to know what happened to him. But I mean, we all, I mean, the very first, was it the first episode of the season? I think it was. Yep, yep. Where, yeah. where we saw him in the Orchid, you know, with the construction crew. So maybe, maybe they mean he's not here anymore, as in he's at the Orchid. Yeah, like he's off site. Right. right. We'll see. So they arrive now in the van. They head in, wait for the names to be called. We don't see Hurley. Actually, kind of already went over this. So, actually, well, before we get into the orientation room stuff, when so we're trying to usher them in, Miles comes over and he's a bit, you know, jaw dropped that he sees mm-hmm. the uh, other survivors. But Sarah gets him back on track and he tells him of Jin's situation. He walkies Jin. Thankfully, no one else is listening in because Jin just dropped the fact that uh, Saeed is the hostile in question and uh, he's here violating the truce. So it would appear as though that the survivors, I mean, from three years ago, nearly started something with violating the truce. Right now, well, and that, that was Sawyer and the squad shooting down well, those two others over Amy. Right. Oh, that truce. Point. That truce. That yeah, truce. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that truce. Right. Right now, 1977. Mm-hmm. Well, that was 1977 as well, right? That was 1974. That that was three years ago when they. Oh, first you're right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Now, 1977, though, Saeed appears to be threatening this truce of some sort, as they yeah. think he's a hostile. So, yeah. we'll see how that goes. How, how do you think that'll go? This. Uh... Well, I think Sawyer's going to have to think about it, and then he'll get Saeed out tomorrow. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> right, that's what he said. No, yeah, no, that's what he said. Just like how we got Jack out. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I trust Sawyer. Jack and Kate go through their orientation room stuff. We already went over it, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't really need to recover over that. Um, I did like the handshake between Kate and Julia. That was a nice 
I don't know. It was yeah. cool. I liked him. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sawyer heads up to the flame, meets up with Jin. Um, Jin brings him up to speed. How Rizinski is not leaving Saeed alone because he's convinced he's a hostile. Uh, and Sawyer talks to Rizinski. He thinks Saeed's a spy. He's getting their information, like these schematics on uh, the swan, like seeing the, the layout of it. They should just kill him. So Sawyer forces Saeed to be brought out and has him admit to being a hostile, as so he will not be shot, as per the treaty, which you know, because you're a hostile, which is part of the treaty. So please, admit <laughs> to being a hostile. Wonderful. Now, as you know, because you signed the treaty, there's also a magical word that will let you go. The magical word, <laughs> the magical word rhymes with the word dice and starts the letter R. <laughs> But I won't tell you that because we're not allowed to tell you that. <laughs> and then if if Said had said rice, they would have to let him go as per the treaty. Huh? So, anyway, I know. I I thought it was a very funny way of Sawyer trying to get Said, you know, along. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. It was fine. Though. It was fine. Though. So you know, well, it was interesting to remember. I don't remember what the episode. It might have been Confidence Man. Like how they're both working together. No, that oh, was, that was way later. Yeah. Where they were, yeah, where they, well, they almost killed each other. Like it was, it was like they hated each other. Yeah, yeah, no, they were fight. Yeah, would have been yeah. Conversation so, sounds about right. Yeah, so it's interesting to remember that and then see this now as Sawyer tries to save him. Yeah, he tries to keep him a little safe here. Mm-hmm. So, also interesting to see Miles and Dan get completely sidelined, which is fine by me. I thought you liked Miles. Miles is fine, but I have no no problem with seeing him sidelined. Okay, well, we'll have to see what goes with them moving forward. But Sawyer is taking this hostile Saeed back to the barracks. And Rosinski's going to report him to horse over this. This is ridiculous. Outrageous. But <laughs> so be it. Uh, the new orientation crew takes their group photo. How nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, familiar photo. A very familiar photo, if you've seen the present. <laughs> and uh, Sawyer, Jen, and Rizinski arrive with a minor security issue, right? But at least they found Saeed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at least they have Saeed now. So they lock him in a cell, and Sawyer's going to make sure he gets fed tonight. Later that night, Jack learns from Phil where to find Jane. I mean, Jim. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Sawyer. That's right. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jack goes to the door. Julie answers the door. Yeah, and they, they kind of reunite for a second. And he even thinks he's made a mistake at first, but no. She does live with Sawyer. And we get to see the great scene that we loved oh so very much. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts very nicely, but then Jack... I, I will say, Jack's the one that, that shot first. He's like, well, what are, what are we going to do about Saeed? You're just going to yeah. read a book like that? Yeah, it doesn't look like you're working on it. It looks like yeah. you're reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sawyer slaps right back at him. Yeah. And slaughters him. But this is, I mean, this is a perfect example of what Sawyer's talking about. This is Jack reacting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thinking. Yeah. So he slaughters Jack. Oh, yeah. Dunks right on him. But hey, he doesn't do it nicely. He does go, listen, just go back, check, head to bed, and. Let me handle it, right? And I'll, I'll I'll get it all square. It must be quite the relief, Jack. And <laughs> Jack actually does look like he's relieved. He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, he seems like he's... Yeah, he's, but you know Jack's too much of yeah. a control freak to really find any 
comfort in this. This is like, this is chewing them up inside. I think. We'll see. We'll have to see then. Okay. Uh, especially, also sees Kate too. Especially since it's Sawyer. Like it. <laughs> you know, if it, if it was like Saeed, he might say, "All right, I can I can let this go." Sawyer's responsible now. Mm, yes. He's the head of security, Mister Sal. Hey, you know what? He's been here three years. How long's Jack been here? He's also the only person I think goes by a fake name. I know, right? <laughs> I guess we don't know their, their, their surnames. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. They could they could have uh, different surnames, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode ends off with a young boy bringing bringing Saeed a sandwich, and I just for the life of me, I can't. Remember. I mean. You can tell a mile away who this is going to be. Oh, yeah. Well, we've already seen this. We've seen young Ben. I don't remember how he looked, though. I don't know. Yeah, what I, well, I, I, don't like rem- I don't remember if it was the same age Ben as this kid, but yeah, it, clearly this was Ben. Yeah. But I was going to know, you know, the purge isn't happening yet, yet. Yeah. He's still in here, but. Mm-hmm. Who <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> however old Ben was when that purge happened, looks an awful lot like he is now. Yeah. <laughs> so that they've got they've got a ways. Yeah. So then there you go. And that, that's, that's a wrap for the episode, Mr. Sal. That's it. So not you're not you're not you're not the biggest fan. Uh, I I mean, no. I'm not. I regardless of the time travel piece of it, this episode doesn't really do it for me on other levels like that's fine like a character no. like i would agree especially on a character level this episode is definitely lacking i mean mm-hmm. the best bit of characterization is sawyer yeah and that's just i mean building off what was already shown last episode that he's kind of mm-hmm. become i mean even more than last episode but he's just kind of he's more of a leader role he seems more responsible than he's been in the past obviously he still mm-hmm. has his smooth talking ways but he's you yeah. know yeah mm-hmm. he, he seems fit to lead and mm-hmm. but yeah besides that i wouldn't say there's a lot of characterization going on no no uh, this, is, this is i I'm, i don't know that i really learned a whole lot about much of anything in this episode i, I don't think i got any answers i got a lot of questions so fair enough fair enough so like i i guess that's uh that's where the chips lie them Mr. Sal. but if if you're willing would you like to mm-hmm. check the time I'd love to check the time. Let's check it. Uh, what time is... Oh, Mr. Sal! What? <laughs> Can you believe it? No, because I don't know the answer yet. <laughs> it's TV time! Yes! Ain't no time like a TV time! <laughs> oh, it's TV time. It's a very exciting oh, time. Gotta love arguably, it. Arguably the most exciting time of the I, day and the podcast. Night. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, Kurt, on a scale from one to five, what did the audience rank this episode? Four. Why? Because I did? No. <laughs> uh, 41% said four. Do you think Is that's that the most? <sighs> Shoot. I don't know. Um, I feel like you tell me that to try to convince me off of it. So, yeah, four. No, it's five. 55% uh, said five. Uh, darn. <laughs> so we got my gut. Okay. Oh, Actually, boy. I didn't go with my gut. My gut did say four. <laughs> That's a lie, me saying. <laughs> I uh, go with my gut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, all right. But the characters, kind of a Jin Sun episode, right? Oh, yeah, certainly. <laughs> all right. Well, knowing that, I think you said Sawyer. What? 
<laughs> it's a gin center. Well, I'm gonna say the people said Michael. <laughs> so that you said what well, no both of you said Sawyer yes we all said Sawyer Sawyer gets 84% of the vote and of course I voted for Sawyer of course I voted for Sawyer so listen when you were talking about how Sawyer you know Sawyer and Juliet back burner you could argue Juliet bit of back burner yeah you could argue that Sawyer though certainly is very much so back in the forefront oh very for much sure. so a good way yeah, that's which is fine by me. That is great. Yes. It's good character. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, Lost has commonly been at its best when Sawyer's been kind of at the forefront. Sawyer was my favorite character from season one. Juliet from season three. Yes, Anna Lucia from season two, <laughs> and Ben from that. season Ben from season four. So I don't know. We'll have to see how five goes. I don't. I could. I'd be very hard pressed to come up with a favorite character right now. Do you think recency bias would make you pick Sawyer, or would you pick Locke? Uh, probably Locke, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Well, well, fair enough then. Maybe Caesar. We'll have to see. We'll see how Caesar <laughs> Caesar uh, <laughs> turns out. Yes. Will he Caesar his opportunity? Will he seize the day? <laughs> Caesar the day. Maybe he'll make a salad. <laughs> oh, Not very clever. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway there you go there you have it do you want to take a guess at any of the other ones um number two number three and so forth gee i don't know who's who people even rank as number two maybe like um jack jack is number five two percent of the vote i have no idea who number two even is juliet five percent of the vote okay so get julia back in a big way mm-hmm. yeah yeah actually the previous episode, they were the top two in the previous episode as well. They were, yeah. Sorry, then Juliet, then Boone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in this episode, it goes Sir, then Juliet, then Son. Okay, fair enough. Well, good. Well, I guess Son, fair enough. She, she yeah. did whack Ben over the back of the head with the I paddle. mean, you know, the, the, the whole present day focused on her, so. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. She, she was definitely the focal point for it. So, I, I guess that's all for you know Namaste. Uh, so I gave it a nine. Style ended off giving it an eight. Mm-hmm. We agree to disagree. Yes, that I guess so. <laughs> no. So, is what it is. What's the title of the next episode, Kurt? Oh, title of the next episode. It's he's our you. He's our you. I know it's very hard for you. I, I had to like read it slow. <laughs> so, yeah. it I saw it when I was like, oh man, I gotta make sure I say that right. <laughs> I gotta like, yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, he's our you. Yeah, I, like, can... I think I said it wrong again. Okay. I'm Every gonna say it. I, so I don't, I don't know anything about the episode. I've been, I think I've been much better about not reading the captions and looking at thumbnails for the next episode since we've picked Lost back up. Uh, I'm gonna assume based on that title, we're gonna be getting a lot of Caesar. I hear I'll say this next episode you're gonna get some flashbacks Mr. Sal I'll tell you right now oh <laughs> in, in like the more traditional Flash- way a... oh <laughs> okay yeah oh <laughs> that's just how they do. I mean, I'm not saying they will or will not be doing what they've been doing but we're gonna get some so, the only, so I say I say Caesar but that that would imply that Jack is now with them that Jack has jumped back or j- jumped forward into 2007 if, if in order for, in order that Caesar has jumped back to 1977, 
uh, and somebody's introducing Jack to or Caesar to Jack and saying he's our you. But maybe it's not that at all. Maybe it is. Um, Locks there with them. Yes, I don't. I don't see that playing a role. It could be in 1977. Somebody says, uh, somebody makes that claim about Sawyer. Maybe it's Juliet says to Jack that Sawyer is our you. Hmm. But who could be their you, Mister Sal? Or maybe I, it's I, Horace. Could be Horace. Could maybe Krasinski. Hor- Seems like a pretty smart guy. Mm, could be. Yeah. All right. Oh, loves her good chunk of time. I, I have cast, anyone kills him. I have cast a wide net here. So. <laughs> <laughs> and our show hoppers rule is: if I said it, I would, and it happens, I was right. We'll so. have to see then. We'll have to see. But that'll be for next week. We'll see how it feels. We're more than halfway through the season, Mister Sal. So. Ooh. That's kind of an exciting notion. Mm-hmm. Actually, covering that one makes us more than halfway. 16 episodes, we're doing 16 and 17 together. Next week will be episode 10, so that's exciting. But, nice. listeners, maybe you guys should also be more excited because White Lotus is almost done. Actually, by the time you're listening to this, we've oh, already yeah. done like so much of White Lotus. We might have already finished season two by now. So what are you doing? Listen to some of that. I mean, we will finish season two by now, yes. <laughs> we finished season two of White Lotus. You should be listening to that and season one. We've done so many other series to name a few. Oh, that's not true. I totally lied. I'm sorry. We're in the middle of we're in the middle of season two. Middle of season two of White Lotus. (laughs) We're covering season two. You better start covering it or you know, watching it and listening to us before we finish it up. That's right. We want to catch up to that stuff. I'm telling you, it's such a good season, season two. (laughs) I really hope so. I hope it is. I hope it is. (laughs) But what is pretty good is Better Call Saul, Ozark, uh, Centaur World. Dexter New Blood, Russia Doll, season one. We haven't covered season two. <laughs> right. Um, uh, leftovers. Yep. You know, we've covered a lot of other series. Check our back catalog. You know, Some Black Mirror. Yep. Pretty good. Some Black Mirror here and there. Um, email showofferspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Sharing the podcast is always welcome. Subscriptions, ratings. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week with season five, episode 10. He's our you. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.